0: All right, guys, about that time. This is Chris Brooks, the Rebels 247 podcast. 247 Sports. Man, I'm a little slow this morning. It's just one of those mornings. You know what I mean? It's just this. It's one of those mornings. It's going to be one of those days. 247 Sports and Inside the Rebels. Hope you guys are having a great day wherever you are. You're supposed to start these things with, like, a lot of energy and excitement. Just not doing that this time. Nope, not doing it this time. But it's still going to be a good podcast. Like uh, Doug Gottlieb. Doug Gottlieb always starts his show with, uh, what is he, CBS or Fox? He I mean, might be Fox. With the whole, boom, what's up, America? That whole thing. There's not feeling. There's no boom today. But it is a good day. It's beautiful outside. It's a little cool. So it's getting that fall feel to it just a little bit. And uh, there's a lot to get to today. This is a big week. I mean, this is, a, this is a huge week. When you look at the schedule, the way it lays out for the rest of the week, and look, we're going to get into a whole lot of recruiting stuff here in just a minute. Um, you're going to hear my keyboard here for a minute, so just deal with that just for a minute. Be okay, because I, I don't want to screw up the schedule. But we're going to get into some recruiting. Uh, my Friday night, I got to see a ton of players And a lot of players that I know you guys are interested in on the same night. It's rare I'm going to see Sunterine Perkins and see Aiden Williams on the same night. And then saw some other guys of Ole Miss interest. You know, Jeremy Scott, kid out of Callaway, that's a wide out. Had a chance to see him. Um, Some kids next year, Trey Petty, the quarterback at Starkville, and Braylon Burnside, wide receiver, who um, I don't like putting those big tags on kids by comparing them to others. Uh, I just, I I don't like to do that. So when you do a comp, you do it with some, I don't know, you got to have some respect for it. But having said that, you know, I did have a chance to see A.J. Brown in high school. And this is that type receiver, Braylon Burnside, that type receiver. Um, We'll get to that here in a minute. But it is a big week because you look at the schedule here and uh, the year couldn't have been any better so far sitting 4-0 and exactly where you wanted to be, and now you get to the meat of the schedule. Doesn't matter how you got here. You thought there was a chance that this would happen. You have a quarterback under center now that is established with Jackson Dart, and you get Kentucky. And you don't get the big game day, but you get SEC game day with a couple of teams who are basically both top 10. What was Ole Miss, 11 in the coaches? Something like that. And look, if you... If you can pull this off this week, okay, let's 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 get way ahead of ourselves. That's always a fun thing. Get way ahead of yourselves. If they can somehow pull this out, which I think they're going to win the game. I think that's a. I think they're a better football team than Kentucky. I think they'll win. But let's say that. Let's say they get it. Then you avoid the the Vandy letdown. But Vandy, I don't think it. I don't think they're good enough to where it matters. So now you're looking at six and zero. Auburn has struggled. LSU has struggled. It is not out of the realm of possibility that you're sitting here staring at 8-0. And at that point, you want to take a guess where you're ranked? I mean, if you beat Kentucky this weekend, you're going to move up, I would think, considerably. Because now you finally have a good win under your belt. And look, let's, let's also say this. I don't want to do this for the whole show. I want to do about 10 minutes of recruiting. But when you're not Bama and Georgia, you need breaks. You need the schedule to align well. You need teams to be really, you need them to be highly ranked when you beat them. doesn't really matter how they end up. You know, you need a little pub. You need some PR. So you need some breaks along the way if you're not one of those two schools. This is a top 10 team I don't think is a top 10 team, but that's where they are. They got a good win early this year. They're sitting here, at, what is it, eight or seven in one of the polls? And, and you're the favorite. I mean, this is aligning so well for the Rebels. If you get it and you bump up, let's say, three or four spots, what are you, like seven? Maybe next week? And then you have Vandy, you have Auburn, you have LSU. Now, of course, we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but that's the point here, to get way ahead of yourselves. So if you did that and you rolled out here 8-0, I'm just saying the opportunity there, where are you ranked? I mean, you're top five. At that point, you're one of the top five teams in the country. And then you get to you get to the meat of it. You get to A&M, Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Four teams that'll be tough. But you've had a great season at that point. Um, after A&M, you get a bye, and you get to regroup a little bit. So who knows? The schedule lays out perfectly. This whole season is laid out perfectly for Ole Miss. Now, can they take advantage of it? We're about to find out. Hopefully they can. I mean, they're going to win this weekend. They have camo helmets. What more do you need? I'm from Lawrence County, so I like the camo. You could put camo on anything, and I'm going to like it. But I actually do like that one. But I, look, I don't know if it's an age thing or not. I just don't care about the uniforms much anymore. I just don't. I just don't. I, mean, I, I respect people that do, but I think it's a good look. I'm assuming they're going to wear powder blue jerseys, white pants, the camo helmets. And that's a really good deal with Realtree. And it's a big deal for the program. So That's something that could be pretty cool. I mean, I like it. I do. And I've seen seen several kids commenting on it about Facebook, which I told a friend of mine this yesterday. It's not about it signing a player. It's not no kids going to Ole Miss because they wear a camo helmet. It's not that. But it's all these little things along the way. It gets attention. It gets eyeballs on your program. It gets people talking about your program. Lane is great about that stuff. All these little things that they're doing, it's great for your program. And they're little things, but they add up at some point, and they help. Cumulatively, when you add them all up, it helps. And Ole Miss is the kind of program that they need that kind of help. Some of these programs don't. Bama doesn't. They just hold their hand up, and it's a handful of championship rings. Um, Lane Kiffin can't do that. But he's still winning a ton of games, and he's doing it with some good ideas, and this is another one. Now, back to some recruiting news Um, on Friday and some Dante Dowdell. I'll wrap up with that one. Friday night, I had a chance to get out and see several kids. saw Sunterine Perkins play at MRA. Look, there's nothing else to say about that kid. He's a a stud. Had one coach tell me over the weekend, he's like, man, he's a starter next year somewhere. If he went to Alabama, he's a starter, I think, in Alabama. This is somebody talking to me that I respect but I've got eyes. I can see the kid depending on what position he plays. I'm assuming like some kind of outside weak side linebacker. He'd be a huge strong safety needs to gain a little bit of weight, but yeah, it's there. And he had a monster game. They only gave him 14 or 15 tackles officially. But if, if you gave all the assisted and the little, it would have been 20 plus. I thought he had 10 tackles the first series, but he sticks out like a a sore thumb athletically. And uh, he had a great night, had a great night. And that's a good team. They lost to MRA, but had a chance to see him. Can't say enough good things about him. And these other schools are still recruiting him. They're working on him. Alabama would love to, would love to have him. Love to have him. But he's a big deal for Ole Miss. And uh, kudos to them, to to the coaching staff there, to Derek Nix. Like Ole Miss had some coaches out and about on Friday night. Had a few guys, both the games that I went to. Always good to, it's always good to, it's always good to run into some people. Um, really, there's some good guys up there. There are, but anyway, that's a good one. Suntorine's a, a great one. Left there, I had a chance to go over to Madison Central and Starkville. Trey Petty, junior quarterback at Starkville, and Braylon Burnside, junior wide receiver. Look, Burnside made one of the best catches I've ever seen. It didn't even count. Official said he ran out of bounds and. Didn't get back in to establish himself before he caught it. He got one foot in, not both. He catches it down the sideline, one-handed, left-handed. He's going down the left sideline. Guy draped all over him, and he just one of the best catches I've ever seen. And I don't know what his numbers were because they got beat pretty good. Uh, Up front, Madison Central dominated them, both sides. But Braylon Burnside's legit. Um, I would never tell you that somebody's going to be A.J. Brown. I can't do that. I just can't. Not when you've got these guys there in the NFL. It's not fair to these players. But he tracks as that type of player. Big physical wide receiver can block great hands. Any ball around him, like a vacuum cleaner, suck him up. Braylon Burnside's impressed me. I would check mark him as a no doubter. You know, the guys you go into the next season, like, got to get that kid. Burnside's in no doubt. Trey Petty had a really good game to me. Maybe not statistically, like I said, he ran around for his life most of the night. But the balls he threw, the way he moved around the pocket, which he ran the whole game, but the way he threw it, the way he handled himself, that kid earned some points with me. So we'll see what happens with Trey Petty and and with with Ole Miss. You know, scholarship offers are hard to come by. Um, But he was really good. And then, you know, Vic Sutton's already committed for quarterback for Madison Central Senior this year. He's headed out of state. I think Vic is La I hope I got that right. But then I left that game, um, went back a little bit for MRA, and these games were all in the same area. So I got a, a double helping of that one. But then I go to, I'm um, out at Ridgeland. And that's Callaway and Ridgeland are playing. Callaway stunned them. Like Ridgeland was a heavy, heavy favorite. But I think they knew that, and they kind of played like that. It's one of those nights. But similar to Sunturin-Perkins, Aiden Williams, there's not much left to be said. And I've heard this from a couple of high school coaches. and Look, I've heard this from some people around um, the Ole Miss program. They expect that kid to come in, and if Aiden doesn't start next year, he's playing. I would not be surprised if he's starting. I had somebody tell me if he was there now, he'd be playing. And physically, he looks like that kind of guy. He's competitive, doesn't back down from anybody. Um, The numbers he's putting up are crazy. If he was at Ole Miss right now, I do think he would be playing. He'd be a rotation guy right now. Like, they don't have what he does. A 6'2", borderline three, couple hundred pounds, can really run, goes up and gets. It's just like total package kind of a guy. He's explosive. He would play now. Uh, I think there's a good chance for him and Santorin Perkins to come in next year and be starters. A lot of work left to be done there, but it's there for them to do it. And But at the at the very least, to come in and, and be contributors. And you come into this league and you contribute. As a freshman, like there's something about you. Look at what Quinshawn Judkins is doing. Look at what Davis and Igbenosin is doing. Like, that's rare to do that. Uh, but those are those kind of talents. Those guys are. Look, another guy in that game that I had a chance to see that I think is is close to that, and we're talking about um, – oh, I'm going to draw a blank here – Jeremy Scott. Uh, he's just a junior, so there's time for him. But just for my eyes and what I'm seeing with that guy, he had a big game. Like, he had a monster game. Had a great catch down the field, a ball deep down the field, middle of the field, goes up and gets it. He looks bigger to me than he was last year. He looks a good bit bigger to me. Like he's already tall and long. He's a, he's a solid 6'3", if it's not a little 6'3", plus. And he's not thick like Aiden is yet. He's not that kind of body. But I'm guessing like a 185-ish, maybe push 190. I would guess somewhere in the 180s. But he was fast, made some great catches, had a big, big night in a big game. And, you know, I thought that kid looked great. I think that's it. I'm looking at my notes here to make sure I don't leave anybody out. Now, I didn't get a chance to see Dante Dowdell. I was going to do that. I had some car issues, I had to put my car in the shop. So I stayed around here. I kind of, I, I mentioned this last week, you know, fender bender, kind of bumped, I bumped somebody, just bumped them. But of course, if I bump them, it's going to bump the exact wrong spot on my vehicle. You know what I mean? A foot long trailer hitch you out the back of a truck. It'll, it'll mess you up. And it did. So I had to stay around here. Um, with Dante, I'm i am going to shoot you guys straight with that. You know, whenever uh, I'm not at a place yet where I'm expecting. Yeah, I flipped there. I'm just, I'm not in that place. I think the kid loves Oregon. Um, They're coming up this weekend, but it's not just him. He's coming up with other Picayune players. And I think it's a big visit for them. You know, Chris Davis is coming up. Waller's coming up. They have another kid. He's not a big guy. Um, Oh, man, I can't remember O'Marian's last name. Has a ton of tackles. But they're all coming up this weekend on what's going to be a a pretty big recruiting weekend. Um, They had some good names up last week. Chris might have been there last week. I'm going to check on that. Chris Davis, the junior athlete. But those guys are coming up, and Dante is coming with them. That's how I would – that's how I'm viewing it from what I'm hearing from people down there. Um. So that's just – that's where I am on that. I don't want to – I'm just trying not to get far out there on that one. It's kind of like the DeMoss thing, and I'm guessing that kid's name. Yeah, I think the wide receiver that was at AM was let go. Yeah, I do think there's a lot of interest from him towards Ole Miss – Uh, I don't know how strong that is being reciprocated on the Ole Miss end. Not yet. It's what I'm told. And that there would be some more – there would have to be more looking into that on their end. So that's where I would sit on, on that one at this moment from what I'm hearing. And with Dowdell, when I hear different from him or, you know, his family down there or coaches down there, you know, I would definitely pass that along. I'm just not there with him. And you know, and I've read you know quotes and some stuff he said. I'm just not there with him on that. Not right now. All right, guys. I think that's gonna do it for today. That's gonna to do it. Enjoy your day. I didn't even tell you what today is. What is today in terms of the national calendar? Chocolate milk day. Go knock that out. Oh, here you go. It's, it's a scarf day. It's day of forgiveness day. If you uh if you've got a heart, got some anger in there or something. Here's your opportunity. Day of forgiveness candy. I don't make you feel like a man. Always appreciate you guys listening. That's a fact. Have a great week. I know you're anxious about the game Saturday, but looking forward to it. This is Chris Brooks with the Rebels 247 Podcast and the 247 Sports Network. Talk to you tomorrow.